tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Hello and welcome back to Of Mice and Main Street Men. I am Tristan. I'm Sean. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah. You doing lovely? Yeah, I'm just doing Ducky. Ducky? Yeah. <laughs> but not Donald. Oh. I don't, I don't like him. You don't like Honestly. Donald? Really? No. I, I don't know. There's a hot take. Well, well yeah. I, I, I suppose the listeners should know. Well, after, the, after our smells episode... <laughs> Maybe they've learned that small children shouldn't be listening to our podcast. But no, I, I, if if I were talking about him on TV, they, I would describe him as an ass bleep. Interesting. Yeah, okay. it's more interesting that TV doesn't describe him as a bleep hole. But I just, I find his temperament very unappealing. Interesting. I, I yeah, he just has little tantrums. I, I will. This is an interesting way to start this episode, but <laughs> here we heaven are. knows it's honest. Here we are. Um, yeah, I just, I've, he's always irritated me. Okay. I mean, I love Mickey because he's got a, you know, a pretty sunny personality, and Donald is just sour. Interesting. And I, I'll tell you, this is a real experience because I play the Disney's Magic Kingdoms game, which is like Disney Farmville. I just got my sixth anniversary hat, so I've been playing it for six years now. And I tell you, I got all but two of the hitchhiking ghosts, character-wise. And that's like 310 characters. Anyway, I digress seriously. But when I, because uh, of course I have Donald, and you can get different costumes for them. And for, for, Chris, or for Halloween, one of the very early Halloween seasons, they had a thing where you could earn his his Halloween costume. Because Mickey is dressed, I think, as a vampire. Minnie's got her little witch outfit. You know, Daisy, I think, is a medieval princess. And Donald has a pumpkin costume. And I worked very hard and diligently to get the fabrics and things that I needed for Donald's pumpkin costume. And do you know, that little ass bleep, once he got it, he just complained about having it. Wow. He complained about wearing it. So you know who wears their pumpkin costume the entire year in my Disney Kingdoms game? Donald. <laughs> you showed him. How did we go? Oh, I said I felt ducky. <laughs> wow. That's the last time you're going to ask me how I feel at the oh, top of an episode. Wow, well, you have a lot of animosity towards Donald. I do. Let's talk about something <laughs> much happier. Well, uh, so today we are discussing our favorite live-action films. For those of you still listening... Uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. So we've re-ranked uh, our 10 favorites. And these are live action. They can be live action remakes or just live action in general. One um, thing we'd better clarify here. Yes. And I hope, I, otherwise I have to check out half my list, basically. Yes. We are considering live action that have animated segments to yes. still be live oh, action. absolutely. Thank yes. goodness. Because I, I, I don't know what well. kind of stuff I would have to pull out of my... <laughs> no, I have the same. So we're good. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. good. Um, so, well, all right, um, Mr. Anti-Donald Duck, what is, uh, actually, you know, I'll be honest, I don't know that I, like, have, like, a big affinity for Donald Duck either, now that I think about it. You probably don't have the deep-seated hatred and animosity that I do. No, just... and that, that, well, well, I have a great therapist we can connect you with. I mean, uh, <laughs> in Mickey's Magic, it's like, what a little... Yeah, when you put it that way. And, and, I'm, and in a band concert, have you seen the uh -huh. original band yeah. concert? He just, he's, he, he's a, I, I, we shouldn't get into it. Interesting. This, 
I just I find some of his behavior inexcusable. All right. Well, we will get a shrink on here. Great. And we'll talk about the Donald Duck the stuff. The Donald Duck stuff. Anyway, so what is your number 10? He doesn't wear pants either. I mean, and they let him around children all day. I, I'm not sure they've done a background check at Disney World on Mr. Duck. But anyway. Well, anyway, we're going to stop well, this who doesn't either? And only talk about Donald Duck. Who doesn't either? But and and but who's likable? He he would not. Yeah. He, so I guess if, I guess if you let Pooh run around without pants, you have to let Donald. <laughs> Otherwise, his lawyers. That's it. His lawyers would be suing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is about live action films, <laughs> and my first, the what number ten on my list. And again, I have a feeling my history of Disney mainly how long I've been alive. I did include some childhood favorites here. I, I have some older ones, too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because Now, I'm sure this one's not on your list. This is one to go out and look up. and It's the North Avenue Irregulars. Okay. Uh, I just remember I loved it. In the, It was like it was so funny. It's about this church and this, this they're fighting to save the church. Cloris Leachman is in it. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, I just, there's this song in it about Monday, pass a little love around. Tuesday, pass a little love around. Um, it's the Sean McCall Cabaret <laughs> Hour again. It's back. Uh, <laughs> you thought you were going to escape it in live action films. But um, it's, it is just, you know, I, I didn't think it would be on your list at all because it's so obscure but it was, I truly loved it as a kid. So, so I don't even know if it's on Disney Plus. But if, if you have it, a so. chance to watch the North Avenue Irregulars, it, it, I, I'm sure it does not hold up today as a fine film of perhaps Godfather proportions. Because <laughs> I have gone back and watched some of the kids, some of the movies from Disney that I did love as a kid and went, oh, that doesn't quite hold up. But I've done that too. They have fond memories. Oh, absolutely. And... So, so I started off the, the, the list with the North Avenue Irregulars. What about you? So mine is a little bit of a, not totally obscure, but not very popular, from 1991 called The Rocketeer. Oh, sure. Um, ham acting, jetpacks, and Those, adventure. I mean, as, as they used to say at Disney, it's like the, 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 love of, the love of Mickey Mouse is like a mile wide and an inch deep. The love for like Winnie the Pooh is maybe an inch wide, but it's a mile deep. And I think yeah. the Rocketeer people are like you, just like because I, I I know enough to know that there are some very oh yeah very large Rocketeer fans. Yeah, and I've actually connected with a lot of them that I because I thought I was kind of alone on an island. No, but the Rocketeers actually has like a really cool little cult following. But I really liked it. Like Paul Servino as the gangster. Are you kidding me? You can't I have a feel. I don't know. Disney Disney's always looking for new things to put on Disney Plus. Maybe they'll maybe they'll reboot the Rocketeers. I think they have. Oh. I think it's on there now. Well, or it's coming. I when, read some about it. When will my royalty check arrive? I know the Rocketeer is my number ten, though. I enjoy it quite a bit. Cool. Yeah. All right then. Uh, number nine. What's your nine? So my number nine is the Love Bug. Do you have do you have my number nine is well I cheated I made it the entire Herbie series oh I have okay. Herbie Herbie goes to Monte Carlo Herbie goes bananas yeah. and Herbie rides again yeah I you know see I was just gonna do the whole franchise and I was like no I'll pick one for one well how very civilized I think Herbie listen at the All Star Movies Resort <laughs> oh I saw I yeah. saw that picture uh, 
I was like, oh my gosh. And they're like, oh yeah, that's that Lindsay Lohan movie. And I was like, oh no. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> I was no. like, no. No, <laughs> Helen Hayes. Helen Hayes, the first woman and of Dean theater, Jones. was in, was, was it Herbie Rides Again? I remember yeah. that where it's like she was going to go broke or something. They yeah. thought she was crazy or it was like, and Herbie like saves her. It's so good. Drives up the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. on two of his tires. Can't go wrong. Dean he Jones is, is a wonderful. hero. Yeah. Herbie, love bug. When he when he made his appearance in Lights Hollywood Action, is that the no Lights? It's uh, camera lights. Which one? Is Jackie this? and I wrote a show called Lights Hollywood Action. I think it's, it's one, one of those combinations. But, but yeah, the the big stunt thing that used to be on the on the surface of what is now Galaxy's Edge at the Hollywood Studios. But oh, yeah. but when he, I was like, it's Herbie. Yeah. Yeah. So if a few more modern people know Herbie because of Lindsay Lohan. That's fine. God bless. So our number nines actually lined up. Love bug. Herbie the love bug. How about eight? Uh, so my eight is actually the new Cruella. Ooh, I I hate to admit it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, man, it's so good. Every, everybody says costumes won an Academy yeah, Award. Yeah, costumes, the, the production design, the acting alone. Like, it is so good. It's I mean, it's Disney's version of The Devil Wears Prada, essentially. But the the devil it, wears Prada. Oh yes, I used that the joke Deville. the other night, and somebody thought I was so witty. <laughs> I'm Deville. like, really? I think it's the devil wears Prada. Yeah, but I I really enjoyed. It. I recommend it to anybody. The also the soundtrack is so good. That one is on Disney Plus. It is. Yeah, that we one I would be able to go home and see tonight. Uh, my number eight again is old school, although I can pay homage to the reinventions. But it's Freaky Friday. And my Freaky sure. Friday was the Jodie Foster, Barbara Harris Freaky Friday. Okay. Which, if you only know the Jamie Lee Curtis, Lindsay Lohan one, I, I, that's great, but... but That is a good one. The, the, that was when it was a brand new idea and hadn't been turned into a musical and all the other things it's become. But, but just good old-fashioned Disney filmmaking telling a story that parents and kids can go see together and relate to and and you know with that little message of you know you may think your mom's life is easier your kid's life is easier but walk a mile in their shoes and maybe you'll learn a little something it's a good one learn some mutual respect very nice thanks disney <laughs> what's your number what was that we're six we're at six no no that's no. my freaky friday was eight Oh, where are we at? I don't know. We're lost, apparently. Oh, oh, oh we're to seven. Yeah. Seven is <laughs> seven. what? In a countdown, seven, seven comes, comes after, after eight. eight. Right. I. It's fine. I don't know how to As opposed it. to the joke, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to get jokes, did you? Yeah. Um, we're a full service podcast. We sure are. How uh, about number seven? So my number seven is Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. I love those three ladies. It's on my list. It's just so a little funny. Higher. Uh, I just adore them. And I think you could, I know they just finished filming the second one. So we'll see <sighs> how that goes. And they all came back. They all did. Bless you, ladies. Yes. There's nothing like a franchise where somebody is a stick in the mud and goes, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Oh, they're just so funny, the three of them. And they're, you know, put a spell on you. Music number is so good. And um, the, the gals that they have do it at Disney at, at Halloween time are really great. I bet they have fun. So yeah. We'll talk about them a little more in a minute. Yeah. We'll save something. So, focus, focus. My seven is Tron. 
Oh, the original. Yeah, the original. Because again, I'm that old. I saw it in the movie theaters. So sure. Like, Whoa, this is so cool. <laughs> and let's face it, without Tron, we would have no light cycle run coming to the Disney theme park. Eventually. Near you soon. <laughs> someday. 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 <laughs> they, they're getting that train tunnel built, and I, I think it's going to be later this year. I think later so too. In well, they just announced that uh, Guardians of the Rewind Galaxy is, yeah. is Memorial Day weekend. So May. I think it'll be soon after that. It'll be a fall opening, I bet. Oh, the, I'm so excited. But yeah, Tron, I mean, it's just at that point, you know, CGI wasn't a thing. You know, you couldn't just go in with a computer. I mean, it, the, oh, that amazing series on, uh, on Disney Plus, uh, the props one. Oh, um, yeah. A prop culture. Prop culture. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Tron episode. I was like, this is amazing that, you know, creative people, you know, just are figuring out how to do these props in a world that you can't just go in with your stylus uh-huh. and turn something on a computer screen into something else. So. Yeah, that's a good That's a good. So, Tron is my seven. Yeah, so my number six, then, is Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, um, I like that. I like that movie a lot. I did too. I really, really hit me in a lot of really great ways. But it was also like I think Hanks did a wonderful job as Disney. Yes. And then Emma, you know Emma, um, oh God, Emma Thompson, Thompson as uh, Peel Travers was really great. And it was really I didn't know I didn't know much of that backstory. And you know I knew enough the, to know she hated yeah Mary Poppins. But it was really fun. There's a lot of really clever things in there. I'm always a fan of like show business thing. Like Moonlight Magnolias, for instance, one of my favorite plays. Oh yeah. I just love like behind the scenes stuff like that. Yes. So I really dug Saving Mr. Banks. I I don't blame you at all. That was your number six. That was my number was six. It? My number six again is old school. Combines two fine actresses that we've already mentioned, as well as David Niven. And I loved this as a kid. Candle Shoe. Have you ever seen Candle I have. Shoe? Yes. It, I just, you know, first of all, young Jodie Foster punk. It's got that Anastasia vibe uh-huh. of, you know, this older woman whose granddaughter disappeared years and years ago, but now there's con artists who are trying to... This was before Anastasia, like the, the musical. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, Disney didn't steal this one. But um, the, just the, the heart that... I remember in that movie of, you know, this tough kid who eventually, you know, develops this relationship with this woman and feels bad about, you know, trying to pretend to be somebody she thinks she's not. But in the end, is she? Uh Is she who the grandmother has always thought she was? I love a Disney ending. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good pick. Yeah. So Candleshoe was my number six. All right, so number five. Oh, my five is Hocus Pocus. Your, your five is Hocus yeah. Pocus. Oh, so, nice. So, yeah, for all those fun reasons you said, it's just, you know, I don't think it made such a big splash when it was first released, yeah. but clearly it has staying power. It's on repeat in our house every fall. And it's so good. It, you know, and it's, you know, it's because of those three women, that chemistry that, you know, who doesn't know a muck, a muck, a muck. Oh. And Kathy and Jimmy is so brilliant, and she's of so course good. Bette Midler. So she's iconic. I couldn't be happier to see a re- or see a sequel coming to Disney Plus this fall. Yeah, I'm excited. So see, we're up to five. Yeah, five. So five is, was Hocus Pocus. My five is actually Tomorrowland with George Clooney. Wow, that is a controversial choice. It is. You know it 
bombed. It right? did. No, it did. And I, I was one of the five that saw it. I was, you know, I was one too. So there's only three others. Um, I loved it. We saw it on the on the Disney Wish because we were they were showing it ahead of like the the public yeah. opening or whatever. Oh, and um, I fell in love with it. And I've watched it several times. I since. thought it was cool. I yeah. really did. I don't. I don't quite know why the haters hate. No, and like I've listened to several podcasts where people just go off on it, similar to how you did with Donald Duck. Well, but, I am justified. They but, are not. Yeah. But Tomorrowland, I really like. Thought it told a really great story. There's like a really great villain. Um, the little girls were really, really talented, and they use Small World in like a really cool way. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It just hit me at a at a really good point in my life I think that I needed to believe mm -hmm. in a great big beautiful tomorrow if you will yeah um, so yeah Tomorrowland is my number five your number five Which did I do a number five yeah that was your hocus pocus oh show. it was what is my number four Which boy I hope I numbered things well um oh did I did I mess up I might have but that's okay well um yeah I, I somehow skipped number four so I shouldn't really feel bad about chastising you about your <laughs> six seven issue. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna stick one of my I'm gonna stick in an honorable mention and oh no I didn't oh, here it is here's my number four of course it is it's Enchanted that's a great one Enchanted that's so um, much fun and again I'm so excited about the sequel yes. I just saw a teaser the other day that was talking because I think James Marston was being interviewed on something. And was talking about how filming is going, and that Idina Menzel actually sings this time around, <laughs> and and but you know just taking that whole you know when you love Disney, you love the fact that Disney can sometimes poke a little fun at itself, oh, and yeah, and that whole premise of starting with an animated an animated Disney film that then comes to life, and your princess gets thrown into New York City, and you know, the, the Stephen Schwartz, it, that's, it's his score, right? I think he did the score. Did he? I think so. I wasn't sure if it was yeah. or Alan Menken. No, no, it's actually, St I'm pretty sure it's Stephen Schwartz, but because the first time I heard, you know, the working song, it's like, this is brilliant to have a, yeah. a Disney princess singing about cleaning up the toilet and <laughs> and the cockroaches helping her and... So that's that's how Enchanted got my number four slot. I'm I'm sad to say that didn't even make my list, and I I don't know why. Well, Honestly, because I love that movie. Um, my number four, coming off of that, it's even more embarrassing when I admit that I didn't put that on. Is the National Treasure franchise? Oh well, I understand why you would bump Enchanted <laughs> off your list to make room for the I, National Treasure. You know, my brother uh, on Christmas he. God, when that first came out in 2003, three, four, whatever it was, he goes, hey, we're going to see National Treasure. And I was like, dude, I'm not seeing this movie. I, he's like, just come. And I was like, okay. I loved it. I, I will admit I love it too. Oh, man. I love, so much I love those. I love that genre. I mean, I, I love Da Vinci Code, but then National Treasure. I'm like, ooh, this is like Da Vinci Code, but America. I love this. Yeah. I, I don't fault you. I was just pretending. Yeah, uh, I love I love the National Treasure movies. I think they're so much fun, and I love adventure heist movies. They're so good, and it just brings me a lot of joy. Harper and I watch them all the time. Like Aww. they'll be on in the background if I'm like cleaning or something like that. So that is my number four, which is controversial, but it's National Treasure. 
I don't think my three, well, there is an element of my three that is controversial. I don't remember if we've talked about it, but, but I will bring it up. My three is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, I love that movie so much. I do too. It's not on your list? No, it is. Oh, okay, good. Okay, well then, I won't say too. The controversy was I, when I was in Disneyland last, I had a cast member tell me this before I rode Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, which now sadly is is down because all of Toontown is down as they revamp and refurbish and, and add Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, or Runaway Railway in in California. But uh, before I wrote it, they're like, yeah, we've had a lot of guests complain about Jessica's neckline. So they have actually added a physical raincoat, a physical like trench coat to the Jessica figure in one place. And I'm like, okay, it just looks slightly out of place as soon as you know that, because it's like you just put a real trench coat right. on this audio, on this figure, which if you'd wanted her in a trench coat, you clearly would have made the figure just have a trench coat, like as uh, part of the design, sure. uh, the sculpture. But, but going back to it as a live action film, you know, again, it was in the days before CGI magic was going on. And I just remember going and seeing it and laughing so hysterically. Oh, I love that movie. At all, you know, and, and to our brothers and sisters out there who may like Looney Tunes over Disney, it's like that one magic project where worlds collided, which yeah. I know was very important to, like, Steven Spielberg, that, you know, this be about this world where all the tunes live together. The Disney yeah. tunes don't live on one side of the tracks. And, yeah. When the, and the, you know, the Looney Tunes people live on another so um but bob hoskins is so funny and lloyd and christopher lloyd so if you have not seen who framed roger rabbit oh you need to yes was that your three that was my three okay so my my three is a tie between who framed roger rabbit <laughs> okay and the, the new jungle cruise movie oh wow um you may want to let that one stand the test of time before you put it number two here's the thing i've watched it so many times at this point okay Harper and I saw it three times in the theater. Uh, it's on constantly at our house. There's something about it that is absolutely hysterical to me. The, the ham acting. <laughs> I mean, Paul Giamatti and, and I uh, certainly Jesse Clemens are doing the most, and I love it. And The Rock gets all of the classic lines in. What's cool, too, is Harper was never, like, she never made that big of a deal about Jungle Cruise, but since she watched that, she was so excited. We did that first thing. I, I remember. And she loved it. Like, she, like, said the backside of water joke with the skipper. She knew it was coming. She knew exactly what it was. And, like, that got applause, of course. Yeah. Um, we also had a great skipper. But, um, uh. so Jungle Cruise and Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because I honestly think Roger Rabbit is where I learned most of what I know about comedic acting. Mm -hmm. Those weasels are brilliant. Um, and it is true. You will catch any, any thespian who is comedically inclined with shaven haircut. Oh, you can't yeah. leave it. You can't leave it open ended. It's so good. Yeah. So, so we kind of matched up a little bit on on number three. So, what is your yeah. number two then? My number two, not that I didn't enjoy the remake because I did, but my number two is the original Pete's Dragon. Oh, the that's Helen great. Reddy, Mickey Rooney. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Jim Dale and oh, Shelley Winters, I guess, are the, you know, the the evil hillbillies that are trying to take Elliot and, and, or Pete 
And what's um, the song that Jim Dale has in that? Because there's like a group where he's, he's trying uh, to like hawk everything. A, oh, yes. It's so good. Yeah, I and Candle on the ago. Water. Yeah. And, and just, you know, that the, the heart in that story and the score and it's just funny as all get out. So the original Pete's Dragon. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Is my number two. That's a really good one. So my number two is Mary Poppins. The OG. Yes. Um, I enjoyed the returns as well, but the OG, there is something so magical about that still to this day. And it still holds up. We watched it not too long ago. And it, those animated moments where they're, you know, Dick Van Dyke's dancing with the penguins and stuff is so good. And it stands the test of time. And um, so that's your just, number two. It's just magical to me. So that's my number two. That is your two. What's your number one? My number one is a tie, actually, but it is okay. Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns. Okay. Uh, because and I, I felt okay lumping them into the same number one because well, first of all, I'm a huge Dick Van Dyke fan. We all yes. have heard that before, but you know, and I feel like everything I know about comedy I learned by watching Dick Van Dyke. So. Yeah, the fact that he does not have a perfect Cockney accent does not bother me. No. That score was amazing. I mean, growing up as a kid, the animated sequences, I just loved, loved the original Mary Poppins. And the thing that, because I almost put Mary Poppins second and I almost said Mary Poppins Returns was my number one slot, which I thought would be blasphemy to many. Oh, I don't think but, so. I just, I remember watching the Academy Awards the year before it was released, or I guess it was coming out in May. Anyway, the, the first time I saw the teaser or the trailer that, you know, didn't even have a whole lot in it, I, I welled up. I got oh, teary. Yeah. And I think so many of us did because it felt so much like this, this world, this friend, this, this thing that had brought you so much joy was coming back and it yeah. felt right it felt true it felt honest and you know reading and, and listening to all the interviews and everything and knowing how important it was to because uh, who directed the the reboot or the returns uh the reboot was um, rob marshall right i yeah right but but just wanting it to feel and in, in every way like the original like it was yeah. the same world you know, and Lin Manuel and Emily Blunt, but that brilliant. score, the score, just it felt, it felt like it belonged with the original and was so great. I mean, the the cover is not a book number, yeah. is so brilliant, and you know proves that they were rapping in English music halls, you know, a hundred years ago. But so that's that's why Mary Poppins and yes. Mary Poppins Return share my number one spot. I, I think Mary Poppins Returns is, was exquisite. I cried like four times. One, when Dick Van Dyke got up and danced. I was like, I'm done. I know. I'm done. I know, me too. Um, so those are great. So my number one, which might be controversial kind of as well, is the original Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't. The first one. You won't get no fisticuffs yeah, from me. I think that... Donald Duck might disagree <laughs> with you. He'd be like... I saw that with some friends. I just I, I remember exactly. It was two thousand three, and I was kind of hesitant to go because I was like Johnny Depp's with Disney now. What is this? I don't know because I love Johnny Depp. Right. And and I just I I didn't know how because he was so he did such interesting work that I was like, are you? But then I saw it and I was like, you're still doing this amazing performance, right. and this movie is so good. 
it's so funny and it was so like expansive and like just enthralling and it and was a great score great score and great characters great dialogue I used to have a story. boss's ringtone as the curse of the black pearl yeah bum 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 I'm like this is not gonna be a good call but uh, I loved 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 um, the Pirates of the Caribbean and I saw it a dozen times in the theater and I, I watched it all the time Harper loves to watch it as well um, I think what they did with that was nothing short of amazing. And if you watch all the behind-the-scenes stuff, oh, that even enhances like the magic that it is. Absolutely. So that is my number one, is Pirates. I think that's fair. I'm sad it didn't make my list, but it's what makes the world go round, is that we don't always agree, even if we put Herbie the Love Bug at number nine. And, and we matched up on Roger Rabbit as well. Oh, actually. right. Yeah, true. So I think the, this list is great. So let us know what your favorites are. Um, in the comments or send us a message we'd love to talk with you about it uh sean if they want to uh book a vacation uh on which most of these movies are based where yeah where, you can how check can it they out do that uh well you can find me sean at briar and main on facebook or the briar and main travel boutique website you can find the, there's the about section it has all of the agents there just click on my picture and it'll take you to my agent page, which you can email me. It's got a phone number to contact me. I would love to help you plan your trip to Disney or anywhere that you're going. I love that. Well, it's always a pleasure talking to you, sir. Likewise. And uh, we'll see you real soon.